0: Hi! Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast for this weekend. Kyle Walters of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers previewing free agency. Big speed skating event, braving the elements in Winnipeg this weekend. And the power parlay. NFL is over. Whatever shall we bet on? Oh, we'll find something gambling never stops on the podcast. It's Kyle Walters today holding court with the media ahead of free agency period which opens Tuesday. The Bombers have signed a lot of their players already. More than half of their pending free agents are back in blue and gold. So Kyle
1: Walters on why the Bombers have re-signed more players than other teams. I I think some of the teams that are in play for the Quarterbacks are holding off because they're not exactly sure what that's going to cost so I think uh, I think the teams that are in that market are, are probably a little bit uh, less active and I think the teams that, that probably finished with losing records are looking to you know as we said when, when you don't win a lot of games you generally want to swap out some of the guys and bring in new guys so I think w- we were one of the f- few teams where our quarterback's under contract for next year and, and we've had a, a good run the last couple of years and guys want to be here so I think that's Probably we're, we're in uh, relative to the other teams. I think we're in a, a unique situation because of those two factors, which is making it a little bit easier to bring guys back.
0: And quarterback stability as well. We've got Trevor Harris, Mike Riley, I Mitchell could all hit the market. Bombers don't need a quarterback. They got Matt Nichols already under contract. So Walters says the stability, well,
1: it helps them. When you put your cap plan in order for next year, the, the teams that don't have a number for a quarterback are, are holding off. I think on signing anybody until you know what that number is going to be or what you can do. Um, whereas we have a number for the quarterback, and we were able to, you know, fill in the pieces accordingly. I think was 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 what I mentioned, and I think that's that's one of the big purposes. And and the com- and you know that we've got a successful. Regime here the last couple of years and guys like it here and we're winning some football games so um, having a little bit more certainty from a from a quarterback standpoint and uh, having some success uh, the last couple of years I think is making is the reason why as I said we're we're different than most of the teams this year that that don't have a number for a quarterback right now and and maybe aren't looking to f- to swap out their entire roster due to losing games all right let's name some names here how are we right now on javon santos knox the linebacker position in our league there's some very high priced guys whether it's the mac or the will and there's a lot of success with the the younger guys and then javon was one of the younger guys over the last two years it had a lot of success and had a real breakout season last year and he's certainly looking to capitalize on that as he should um, when I was up here last, I said they're exploring NFL, and, and with his little foot issue, he was he was you know kind of a little bit behind the rest of the guys in their in their NFL workouts. But uh, we have talked numbers, but but as I said, Jovan Jovan's group and, and us are a long a long way apart, I think, from getting anything done. A long way apart. Interesting. What about Taylor Loeffler? Taylor Taylor is going to explore free agency. Him and his agent have said that right from uh, you know basically right from the end of the season that this was their plan and they've been open and honest and upfront and said this is what they'd like to try to do and uh, at this point in his career he's played out his rookie contract and wants to test the open market so as I said they've been uh, uh, they've been open right from day one with that and I, that's their plan
0: And how about the offensive line Matthias Gosen is retiring, Suk Chung still hasn't
1: re-signed yet What's the strength of our team? We run the ball we have a good physical tough O-line and, uh, and Matthias you know, was gracious enough to tell us a few months ago that this potentially was in the plan and if it comes through, I'll more than likely be moving on. So we've we've known um, that this was a possibility on the road and and we wish him the best. Uh, And yeah, I mean, we've drafted these guys, we've developed them and then potentially lose both of them for two various reasons is real difficult. And and, uh, we've had good talks with Sook and his agent for, for a long time, but uh, as I said, he he has representation, and their job is to do what's best for him. And we've got to figure out if we can we can make it work. I'm, I I know we'd like to have him back, and I'm quite sure he'd like to be back. But sometimes it you know in sport with a with a hard salary cap, it doesn't always work like that. So we'll we'll see. And Trent Corney. Trent's going to move on from football. I think you know he's he's decided that you know for his own health, and uh, he's just he's going to move on from football and. Uh, that's my understanding of the situation.
0: Okay, fair enough. Well, a guy that's been hurt, you cannot ever blame somebody for taking their health into consideration. So, does
1: Walters have a wish list then? It depends what happens with the talks on our current player. So, as I said, it's things will things will clear up by Tuesday where, you know, and, and and honestly, I'm spending a lot of my time over the next 48 hours of trying to finalize with agents of players on our team that we're on the same page that that all right, it doesn't look like we're going to get something done. You're heading to free agency and then we can plan accordingly whether what that position is that it looks like we might be losing and then you factor in uh, the Canadian content and the ratio into things. So it's you know it's a real interesting time right now from a planning standpoint and we're just trying to, you know, I'm trying to get a little bit more solidified answers from these agents as are we gonna get something done prior to Tuesday with our guys and, and if not, what does that look like?
0: And now more from Walters on the math he has to do when it comes to working Canadians in, as well as trying to mix big contracts with some inexpensive labor.
1: Every discussion starts when you plan your roster of where's your seven Canadians? What's our plan? Where do you plug them in? If this happens, here's plan B. If this happens, here's plan the the plan C. So there's, you know, yes, we talk nonstop about where our Canadian fits in and, and, um, you know, I think we've done a, we've done a solid job of, of uh, drafting guys at certain positions that we expect to fill in. And I think you see in good organizations that, uh, the good organizations tend to lose guys in free agency. It's just the way it is, and you have to be confident that your scouting system can replace and, and the guys you've drafted can step in and, and play uh, and replace them. So, you know, depending on what happens in free agency, we'll plan accordingly for the draft. You know, we have we, we have two first round picks. We pick at four and five this year, um, so we'd like. To, and it's a strong draft. I mean, there, there's a, it's a good draft this year for um, certainly the D line and the and the receiver positions are very strong in the draft this year. Um, um, we'd like to think, you know, depending on what happens in free agency and the ratio, we'd like to think we'd be able to add some good young players. And that's just the way with, with, uh, with the price of players going up uh, at the high end, it's like in the NFL, that middle ground is just growing wider and wider between the high salary guys and the low salary guys and, and obviously to a lesser, Extent from a pay standpoint, but the same thing's happening here—that the the top end salaries—and you're hearing rumors of what these quarterbacks are about to get paid, and we'll we'll see if that comes through or not. But uh, when the high end guys are getting more money, and the the number of guys making you know two hundred thousand dollars in our league, I think the numbers are you know dramatically higher than they were even two or three years ago. Then something's got to give. That you better have some lower price guys through through your draft picks and through your scouting that can come in and help.
0: And before I take a break. Walters just on the overall feeling heading into free agency.
1: Yeah, a lot of uncertainty. I mean, the the just the number of free agents and uh, we knocked a few off our list, but there's still a bunch of guys on, on our list. And then you look around the league, and there's some big, big names that uh, that need to fall in. So it's a it's a real interesting time. And I think from a fan, I mean, we're all we're all fans of the game. It's it's very very interesting to see where these high high name guys or big name guys are going to end up. So uh, Tuesday will be a, Tuesday will be an interesting day to see how it unfolds.
0: Indeed, it will be, and that's why we're going to bring you some special coverage on Tuesday, 11 a.m. until 2 p.m. Myself and a rotating cast of CFL experts will be streaming live on Facebook from the studio I'm sitting in right now. We're going to kick Jeff Courier out. We're going to kick Hal Anderson out. They're going to go to a different studio, and we're going to be streaming live on Facebook from 11 till 2 as news breaks. We'll cut into coverage on CJOB, but if you just want us for three straight hours, you can get us. You can watch us eat pizza, talk about all kinds of things, the signings, the league itself, the Bombers. Everything. Bob Irving, Doug Brown, Greg Mackling, Jeff Courier, Ted Wyman. It's going to be great. St. Lucci is sponsoring it. That means I get pizza. It's a great time. The Manitoba Speed Skating Association welcomes in the Canadian Age Class Long Track Championships this weekend. And we're joined now by Elizabeth Dara, the Executive Director of Manitoba Speed Skating Association. Good evening, Elizabeth. Hello. So tell me more about this championship that's happening this weekend. Where is it and how many people are going to be there?
2: Yeah, so we have 131 athletes joining us from uh, across the country. It's at the Sydney Clawson Rec Complex in Susanock Oval, so fitting, I guess, for the sport. But, um, yeah, so uh, eight different provinces are represented at this championship, uh, um, coming from, yeah, all over the west through the east. But, yeah.
0: So what does it mean by age class?
2: So it's really just another uh, form of saying junior. So it's basically a junior nationals, but this is our age group of 11 to 14-year-olds for girls and 12 to 15-year-olds for boys.
0: Okay. Now we've talked to people on the sports show before about speed skating and just how it's maybe a little tougher for Manitoba just because the facilities aren't what they are in some other provinces. Is that fair to say?
2: Yeah, I mean and it's not just Manitoba. There's our, also some other provinces as well for sure who have the same struggles, but obviously dealing with our conditions and the cold weather is a um this winter for sure has been a a huge barrier for us. So, um like with the uh, example tomorrow our start time is supposed to be eight AM but uh with certain conditions we aren't allowed, uh there's regulations on what is acceptable for the conditions for them to be racing in. So it'll likely be be a delayed start time until we get into the, uh, a little bit warmer temperature, well, warmer, <laughs> yeah, warmer relative. temperature is <laughs> you know closer to the 10 a.m. mark. But, um, yeah, I mean, I always say I think it's uh, you really have to be passionate and love the sport to uh, stay committed to it here because you are dealing with some more harsh weather conditions and the cold and the wind. And uh, it's amazing to see what the athletes will uh, battle through uh, because they love this, the sport so much.
0: Well, that's one thing people might not realize. You know, we see speed skating, most people see it once every four years in the Olympics, it's in some big arena, but. Not so much here.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, f- actually, Canada only has two indoor long-track speed seating facilities at this time. And they're one's in Calgary and one's in uh, Fort St. John, B.C. So kind of an odd spot to have one. But uh, the uh, there's also a third one currently being uh, developed in Quebec City. So Soon to be three, but currently just the, the two that are uh, used. Uh, and predominantly the Calgary Oval is the Olympic Oval used by the national team and a lot for uh, international competition.
0: How is How long is the track?
2: It's a 400-meter track, so it would be the same. Typically, if it's an outdoor track, it would be used as a, a running track in the summer. And then in the winter, it would be used as the uh, speed skating oval
0: how hard is it to maintain a really nice sheet that you need to race on in conditions like this?
2: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a lot more work than people imagine. And we're really lucky to have uh, the city of Winnipeg. They maintain the oval for us and they have a full-time staff there throughout the winter months who are, uh, it's kind of their main job other than they do some other uh, odd things for the city as well. And as you know, we've had lots of snow this winter, so they help with that as well. Obviously that's a priority for the city, but um, we're really lucky to have uh, the city staff that are, you know, helping us with that and uh, maintaining it for us. So they do, it is a city amenity, so they operate it. And uh, we're always in contact with them to uh, make sure it's, um, you know a working and operating the way we needed to
0: i've been on uh you know close to four dozen outdoor hockey rinks in the last month and a half and i've seen from perfectly smooth to it's been a few days because it's been cold and it's tough to get out there and flood for a race event does it have to be almost perfect ice conditions
2: yeah i mean they they want obviously the the best ice conditions is what they're looking for um, it is a challenge especially when there's a lot of snow and wind and the, all the other elements with the outdoors so um, but again we're really lucky to have the staff that work there who know what they're doing they've been doing this for years so uh, we're usually pretty lucky to have some good quality ice I mean I'm not an expert at all when it comes to <laughs> making ice so I trust that they they know what they're doing and then they do
0: What are some names to watch for that could be at this event this weekend?
2: Yeah, I mean, we have some really great up-and-coming athletes in our uh, program here uh, from Manitoba, and I'd say some that you would want to look for would be uh, Ethan Bannenberg, uh, Sophia Bieber, Skylar Benhorn, like all big uh, contenders for their age group, among some others. Um, We're really... uh, fortunate to have some great uh coaches in our province and i think it's really exciting to see what's going to come i mean we've obviously had a rich history here in manitoba with speed skating but i think i'm really excited to see how far that it'll go in the next uh decade or so it's uh, really exciting to think about the future that uh, we have in this sport
0: so if anyone wants to uh, layer up and come out and watch this this weekend uh what do they have to do
2: they don't even need to layer up because we've got a nice indoor viewing oh, we're all be sitting <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> of be course there. uh so just at the Sydney Cloth and Rec uh, complex it's nine well nine ninety nine sergeant Avenue if they come by there, and uh it should be a really exciting weekend um yeah, I mean, obviously, I love the sport. Of so course, I'm a bit biased, but I think it'll be a great time. And if they've ever wanted to see the sport live, it's a it's a really enjoyable sport to watch.
0: So the kids will be outside suffering, but you'll be inside, yeah, nice and warm.
2: Enjoying, exactly.
0: Perfect. All right, Elizabeth. Well, I wish you the best of luck this weekend and have a blast.
2: Thanks so much.
0: So the Super Bowl has come and gone. NFL season is over whatever shall we gamble on with the power parlay Uh, let's find out with philly and joe of power mornings we reconvene after the super bowl i figured the patriots would win i just picked the rams to be different than you guys was that the worst super bowl
3: ever joe
4: uh in my lifetime i can't recall a game that uh didn't have any excitement
3: well, there's been some blowouts, like, and there used to be, I feel like, the Dallas Cowboys and their dynasty, maybe even thinking 49ers, Joe Montana, Steve Young had some blowouts. Well, the NFC
0: was just running out the AFC every year. Yeah,
3: for a while. But that we're going way back with that now. Yeah. Uh, in recent memory, though, it, like it just yeah. a dud. Nobody made any plays. It was close. So at
0: the end, you're looking, okay, the Rams are down
3: seven. They could drive
0: to tie the game, I guess. But
4: I man. think the game-changer was that first pick of Tom Brady and not getting any points. I'm not getting a first
3: down. Yeah. 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 Or, or, or I think we would have had a great finish had Cooks made that very catchable touchdown.
0: Yeah. Or that, would have Goff, ta- that one where he threw it about two seconds too late. Yeah. And the guy yeah. caught up to Cooks who was just so open right. in the end zone. Right. right. One so, of those plays. But it's, let's just face it, the Rams weren't weren't good.
3: No, and, I and Patriots were better. And people have been critical of people saying it was a boring game. Oh, what, you don't like defense? Listen, I love defense, but it, you, was, it was offenses being bad. But you got to make a play, yeah. like somewhere, even if it's all defense and a, and a great defensive effort. Someone's got to make a play, and the Rams literally did made no plays. Yeah,
0: it was it was a dud. The, our props, there were no roughing the passer penalties. What the heck? There
3: was yeah. it. They actually weren't
0: calling a lot in that game. What I'm was still mine? trying
4: to find out if Giselle Boonshawn was seen more than one and a half she times she on was. TV. She was. I, saw a, I
0: won that prop Yes, because
3: I saw her twice in like 30 seconds. And I don't
0: think Tony Romo predicted a lot. He kind of stayed away from predicting. Yeah. They were
3: bugging him about predicting. Like, yeah. Nance, he,
0: I think he wanted to kind of stay away from
3: yeah. it. I took
4: the bait. There yeah. was over eight predictions. I <laughs> took the bait and went with the over. <laughs> yeah,
0: No. no good. So now we're in the stretch of... Time where we've still got months before the CFL. We got hockey, basketball, baseball's coming up. I mean, gambling, I guess, never quits. Mm-hmm. Oh I'm no! I'm looking
4: forward to the Alliance of American Football this oh, weekend. Oh boy! <laughs> oh yeah. Well,
0: maybe maybe that might come up later on in the segment, but. Winnipeg, Jets. Okay, I don't get the NHL. There were 14 games last night after having two on Wednesday. Yeah. There is one tonight. Yes. What's
3: going on? Isn't that sort of the way the NHL's gone the last few years?
0: every once in a while they'll have a couple day stretch like this where you wonder why i don't like it I... it up a little bit more because we got rangers carolina today that's the only game yeah
4: and then tomorrow the whole hockey day uh deal yeah is like another 14 games yes. or something right
0: tons of games tomorrow and i i think that's where you're going with your pick joe
4: yeah of course yeah winnipeg jets in action they're in ottawa i think philly and i talk about this quite often if there's a team you can usually bet on to win after a nonchalant performance, the Winnipeg Jets would be on the short list.
3: Ottawa's won a couple of games lately, though.
0: They beat the Ducks. Yeah, everyone's beating the Ducks. Yeah, the Winnipeg
3: okay. the Winnipeg South Blues beat beat the Ducks. I don't know. The if Ducks you have missed. two
0: wins in 52 days. It's astounding yeah, how bad it's, they it's, are.
3: It's unbelievable on a team with Ryan Getzloff. But I, I, you're right, Joe. The the Jets. I might put like a seven-two on the. Like I think they're going to pound the Sens. If you if you saw them post game. Blake mad. Wheeler, the coach, they were not. They don't like. They don't Under get. a Helm-
0: book made 48 saves.
3: Yeah. Yeah. They don't get embarrassed like that very often, like no. they did last night. I mean,
0: you felt good about it as yeah, a Habs fan. So, oh, yeah, as, we'll as you're saying, yeah. is
3: my picks a lock? Love it well, for the Jets. We
0: don't have a line on it because I didn't realize this. they don't really put lines on games that are a day out in no. the NBA, NHL, college basketball. But it doesn't matter what the line is. Take em. Jets.
4: I'm taking the Jets, and gut feelings telling me Patrick Lyon, a. Uh, comes out of a slump this weekend.
3: Okay, so, couple of goals. Yeah. Okay, I'll go UFC. However you choose to do your gambling, whether it's with your buddies or wh- whatever. Uh, there's a there's a big pay per view. There, there are sites. Yeah, sure. There. Yeah, <laughs> that's, always a way. that's what I meant. However yeah, you do your gambling. Yeah. So uh, a UFC pay per view. We've got Robert Whitaker the Reaper, defending his belt against Kelvin Gastelum. Good looking fight. However, I like Whitaker He's the fe- he's the heavy favorite. And for good reason. The guy's the guys made out of cinder block and steel. Like, you, you can't... I, I just feel like he's one of those rare breed warriors that just... And, and Gastelum's a really good fighter. Yes. I, I love this fight, but Whitaker, I don't see him losing. He's a bigger guy than Gastelum. I like him here.
4: Yeah, this one just sort of fell under the radar too, right? On pay-per-view going in. Yeah. But I don't think he can bet against Whitaker. Okay.
3: He's a 240 favorite.
0: Okay. So you mentioned the... Alliance of American Football or the <laughs> AF. <laughs> what yeah. a bad name for a football league. So here's what we got. We got Orlando Apollos <laughs> against the Atlanta Legends.
3: I think that's an easy the one. The San
0: Antonio Commanders uh, against oh. the San Diego Fleet.
3: The Commanders have a good defense this sure. year. They, Yeah,
0: they're good. The Birmingham Iron, just a one point edge against the Memphis Express.
4: Just sidebar, that is the best logo, by the way.
0: Birmingham Iron. Yeah, the okay. Iron. And the Arizona Hotshots. Four and a half point favorites against the Salt Lake Stallions.
3: Guys, I, I hope the Hot Shots logo is that old. Remember the Charlie Sheen movies, Hot Shots? <laughs> I hope no, it's...
4: it actually looks like something one of the firefighter unions will be arguing <laughs> as
3: far as uh, trademark. Sorry, so, Christian, go ahead. All buddy. of
0: these games, I mean, really tough to pick one because they're so appealing, all of them across the board. <laughs> we know all the names on these teams. The Orlando Apollos, five and a half point favorites against the Atlanta Legends. Take Orlando <laughs> because... I guess.
3: How are they coming up with the lines on these games? I looked at the rosters. Look
0: at the rosters, I guess. But I
3: looked looked at, we looked at the rosters. I didn't see, I thought there'd be some old quarterbacks from the NFL and stuff. I didn't recognize any of the names.
4: No, because the salaries, eh?
3: Yeah. Well, you know what?
0: Michael Vick is the offensive coordinator on the Orlando Apollos. Oh, okay.
3: Well, that's a a game changer right there.
0: So that's why I'll pick Orlando, I guess. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
3: Okay. Five now you gotta, hey, now you got to watch that game, Christian. How does that feel? <sighs> Joe, you said you'd watch a little bit of this. I do have to check it out. 20 minutes of it?
4: Yeah. No, you know what? If, if Seriously, I will check it out. It could be like one of those wrecks. You have to sort of watch some of the footage to see. And I mean, I can't at, say I'd be a fan. And they're
0: starting at a good time because people are kind of right coming down from their football high yeah. uh, and realizing... Oh, and there's no football. And then they'll check out the TV just surfing around tomorrow and be like, oh, look, there's football.
4: But remember one thing. It's on network television. Yeah, like in the yes. States, as far as that goes, they've got a heavyweight behind them as far as TV. That helps a lot.
3: Why didn't one of these teams sign Kaepernick? That would have blown the ratings. That would have had a huge, they would have pulled down a huge number. would have. Sure, it would have. It would have done better numbers money. than they're going to
4: do. Money. I don't think there's money. I don't think Kaepernick enough would take for Kaepernick. No, he won't take it right. unless it's a lot
3: of money. I, I think, agree.
4: And
0: I think he still wants an NFL job. Yeah. We'll see. That's uh, I guess that's what we get in this time of year. We get these uh, bottom of the barrel scrapings.
3: That's right. For <laughs> no go
0: NHL. Apollos. There we go. Putting our money behind the Apollos. Thanks, guys. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Check out the CJOB Sports Show, weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. with Christian Omel, and the Sports Show Podcast, not available on iTunes, not available on Google Podcasts, not available anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Yes.